0: Welcome to Cartoonist k My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And uh, the Cartoonist k uh, channel has built a really solid uh, community around it of comic book makers and uh, hardcore enthusiasts. And there's some good, fun work that comes out of the community. Uh, so we're going to take a look at the second volume of Wizard, the comics magazine. Uh, but before we do that... Let's increase the community. Uh, Why don't you uh, like subscribe and follow the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already and hit that bell icon so that we can notify you when new stuff is available. Uh, That helps mitigate the kayfabe effect, which is when there's a limited edition of something out in the wild, the people who have the subscription to the channel and see the videos early get first dibs on stuff. Uh, Also, if you watch these videos to the end. Uh, You will uh, goose the YouTube algorithms push our content out to uh, other comic book loving YouTube people who have not yet Subscribed and that helps us uh, increase our numbers and grow the community even further We have a little over 61,000 subscribers uh, as of this recording. It's only 10% of the way to the uh, 610,000 subscriber base that 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 we've uh been wanting to achieve, uh, but shouts to Eli Schwab for for uh, curating the second volume of the Wizard uh, Comics magazine, and this is a tome right here where we are approaching Shonen Jump thickness, <laughs> right? With uh, with this this edition, give a little shout out to Cosmic Lion Comics, Eli's uh, imprint. And Jimmy, I can't wait to go through this. I haven't, I haven't looked at a page.
1: I, I, of this thing I yet. did a quick flip through whenever I got the, the box this week. Yeah, but I tried to avoid it so that this would be pretty fresh on here. Uh, I'm super psyched, man, and it's a lot of pages to go through. So we can kind of talk about some of this stuff as we flip. But I think you sum it up well. It's it's a bunch of enthusiasm making stuff you know it's it's my favorite thing like I get more charged up from these kinds of projects than I do most of the stuff I see on Wednesday at the comic <laughs> shop um, because this is what you can make now you know this is a bunch of bunch of friends get together they love comics and this is what you can make this is what we have access to you know we're gonna see it's full color it's uh, print-on-demand I think it's um, comics wellspring I believe is the as the printer that puts this together It's incredible what we can do now. And when I say we, I mean anybody. Anybody watching this video, like, this is print-on-demand. They didn't print 10,000 of these things. They printed, you know, 100 or 200 or something like that. And yet it's full color. It's full size. It's affordable. It's just, I love this stuff. Because it is really, like, whatever you want to make at home... You probably can. Jimmy, you're filibustering. We've got 400 pages to go through, Start banging through, man. We'll we'll call out some of this stuff as we go. Matt Allison is the first guy who gets the shout out. Kankor.
0: Probably one of the sharpest ink-slingers of today. Uh, Super obsessive line work. He achieves his feathering with Micron pens. I don't know if he's chipping a little tip of those pens away to get that little sharp edge or something. There's some kind of alchemy. Go to his
1: Instagram. That metal. I have a feeling he liked Sam Keith's uh, Marvel Comics Presents Cyber. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's beautiful, Did, didn't we all? Such solid figure work, beautiful inking. Go hit up Matt Allison's uh, Instagram. And and uh, props to Sam J Royal who got paired with the coloring there, and, and a lot of credit for that beautiful metal that we see. Yeah. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that Ed Piscor and I make. If you want to support Cartoonist Kayfabe, pick up our comic books. Hulk Grand Design Monster and Hulk Grand Design Madness is my latest comic. It's in comic shops everywhere right now, a retelling of the 60-year history of The Incredible Hulk, featuring me as writer, artist, colorist, letterer. This is my version of the Hulk, paying homage to some of the great cartoonists that have come before me. Pick this up wherever you buy comics. Red Room Trigger Warnings, now available in comic shops everywhere. Abandoned 23 countries and 11 comic shops, but even those comic shops that ban it can pick it up for you, can pre-order, or it may be able to pull it out from underneath the counter. Murder on the Dark Web for fun and profit. This is the second season, but every issue is self-contained, so whichever one you come across, pick it up. It's the perfect, complete story in each issue. And the Antisocial Network is the collection of the first season of Red Room, again, available wherever you pick up your comics. Jimmy, can we look at that backdrop before we get out of here? Alright, we're done paying the bills,
0: man. Uh, let's get back to the video.
1: <laughs> that's how you open a book.
0: Kayfabe, Ringside Seats, that's a Facebook group uh, where a lot of these guys uh, put their heads together. And uh, beyond just like, stuff like The Wizard magazine, I mean, just honest to goodness, comic book collaborations on their own uh, is manifest from, uh, from, from, the, from the Facebook community, man. There's a little red room, a little street angel.
1: Yeah, some fan art there. And we've looked at some of the uh some of their projects, like image image grand design that they put together. So yeah, a lot of stuff coming out of there. Gotta love letters, pages, and envelope art. <laughs> Barry Tan. Dude, after uh, two fisted zombies by Rick Veitch. Barry Tan is the
0: man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you start to see these names too as you get a few of their books. Uh Darkest image, I think, is one of their collaborations. Ken Langraff here with the Eli Schwab. <laughs> Eli Schwab Commission. Dude, I don't know how this gets together, but it is incredible, just like the different people that are Jack Kirby appearance. That's
0: Jim Mafood.
1: Amazing, right?
0: <laughs> That's so cool, man. That who is this with Todd McFarlane? See this people from, from the crew? <laughs> Jim Lee.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's pretty impressive. Oh, dude. Okay, so, <laughs> this is amazing. I, I I got a note from Eli that we're supposed to open this package whenever we get to this page, so. I should have been a little more prepared, but. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Langriff. Oh, my goodness. Outlaw King, coming through, man. Wow. Wow. When we build the Kayfabe Studios, Ed, this is probably gonna have to get framed on the walls. I think so. <laughs> Whoever thought, right? That's amazing. Screen tone and everything.
0: It's so crazy, His screen tone. It's like he makes it himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is really wild. And and the gradient screen tone, so you end up with the white. The white as it goes down. I'm just getting this all on screen because this might be some kind of thumbnail. Ooh. You know, put the magazine right
0: there or something. That is incredible. But you know what? Like, who gets what? Who gets to keep it? Do you you keep it on odd days? I keep it on evens? Something like that, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Wow, thank you guys so much for that. This is a piece that I did for the book. Uh, taking I have at this point probably six shelves now of uh, books that are ostensibly about making comics, some of them directly, some of them are you know, cinematography, typography, all of these things. So this is like a, a shelf porn. Dig it. It. And all the scans, all the books are to scale. So, you know, something like uh, Deadliest Man Alive, smaller than volume one of zines.
0: That's so cool. How do you do that? Do you, do you scan it in and do you just do like, say, 72 DPI and let it be the size that it is? That's right. Something like that. Ah, Jesse Shell.
1: Yeah. One of the Pittsburgh smartest Zone. guys in
0: Pittsburgh. That comes with your speedball nibs, like uh-huh. when you get that one set.
1: <laughs> I think this is like the 17th edition of this thing. Oh, I bet.
0: Yeah, geez.
1: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, kind of random stuff. I think the subtle art of not giving a fuck was a, a kayfabe mailbag item somebody sent in, so some random stuff. This Way of the Warrior is about this dude who's basically spent his life pursuing martial arts. <laughs> I got at IDES for a dollar. <laughs> it is the most ridiculous book ever.
0: Inking for fun and profit. Little Eddie P. Artist Edition kind of, kind of piece. Yeah,
1: this, this was good. I, I had no idea this was in there, so it's kind of cool to see it.
0: Yeah, a little smattering of like all, all my stuff. Um, so nice
1: pinup page too. Good, good use for a, uh, like an eight and a half by 11 size book. It's so
0: funny. I was, I was, uh, I was looking for this and I couldn't find it for, for another video that we're doing. And I'm like, Oh, it must be on my inking uh, flatbed. <laughs> uh, my, my, uh, my scanner flatbed.
1: A lot of comics scattered throughout here. As we mentioned, you know, like a lot of the contributors are cartoonists. So you're going to see that mixed in. I just saw GeoCities
0: come up in, uh, that's fine
1: that is really good teenage Bigfoot uh, f- fan of these as well like, yeah he, like I've gotten some mini comics and then I think he did a print-on-demand I think an Amazon print-on-demand that's the other thing that's interesting to me in a book like this you know I mentioned this is a print-on-demand project which blows my mind the best artist reproduction I've seen has actually been a print-on-demand so it's kind of cool to see exactly what what the state of the of art is for that because we all saw bad print on demand in the early days.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I was grabbing Jeff Manley comics even at Space back in like 2004. He's been he's been in the game for a long, long time.
1: By the way, speaking of Space, I believe this is the last year coming up here at the end of May. So, pour one out for, uh, for, for 20 plus years of Space, one of my first small press shows. The debut of Street Angel was at Space. Ah, oh, that's so Massimo's cool. art. I'm a big fan of this Absolutely. guy's stuff, man. It, it's so sharp looking. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just real power in this stuff. Little little Street Angel there, but a fun cartoonist, you know. I think you can see like in the caricature and in his color work too. All looks good. I love seeing the uh, the cross-section that goes between, like, ads that could be pin-ups most of the time, right. comics, and then, like, feature stuff, you know, these different different uh, contributors talking about how they do what they do.
0: Jerome is dope. He He's, like, a sensei master, like, at a dojo, yeah. and he will get all the kids to shout, like, make more comics <laughs> and things like that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, man. That guy wears his passions on his sleeves, and it seems to be comics and martial arts.
0: This Jesse Lonegrin dude, like, like, uh, he's, he's one of those, like, great discoveries. People sent us uh, that, that one comic he, he yeah, got. Yeah, that
1: big oversize. The yeah. image ends up reprinting. And, damn it, I can't remember the name, but we Kendra. might see it. and There you go. Yeah, that's really good. And he also did this book, um, this Faster book, which is like a, like a race comic. Um, I think Adhouse distributed some of them, but it's a really cool book, too. Interesting cartoonist. It really seems like his great. head is coming from different places.
0: His uh, his Instagram is also worth worth following for sure. I think he's getting about 100,000 followers at this point, man. Like, uh, drawing videos, just like watching him put the lines down on the page sense. and then the ink in. Like, beautiful cartoonist. Tony McMillan's one of the first people that started sending us stuff where we pumped the brakes and were like, who the fuck is this with. Super original. It's another
1: guy, like, what's he looking at to yeah. get to that point? Yeah, that attaboy original. comic's really cool. It's a video game, you know, is, is sort of the main storyline in it. Looks nice. It's another one of those, I think it's probably print on demand. I don't know what the print print run is, but Makers, Dave Howlett, we met in Nova Scotia. Strange Adventures, shouts to Dave. And that's almost like an image, uh, you know, like a retelling of the image story. Pop art. There's, there's a wide variety of stuff that gets covered in here. Ghost Agents was included, um, a new issue of Ghost Agents, which I think they crowdfund. So that's the other piece, is just seeing like how all this stuff is done. And because there's so many comics in here, Ed, it made me think of like APAs. Yeah, this Dan, is kind of like one. Dan Moeller was uh, just on Higher Side Chats, one of my favorite conspiracy podcasts, <laughs> talking about shamanism and, and talking about what his comics are about, and even talking about the mechanics of comics is like you know storytelling and how that kind of crosses over. Uh, you know, a lot of audiences there, so it's pretty neat to see. But I like the APA stuff. We often talk about, like, Frank Miller's early work uh, coming out in an APA. And Scott McCloud, too, for that matter. I believe they were in the same APA. Um, Street Angel appeared in an APA, Shaky Kane interview. So you're getting this mix of, like, professional kind of stuff, fanzine stuff, APA. Pretty cool.
0: I mean, like, don't just don't get it twisted just because we get... Uh color package that's perfect bound and a lot of pages like this is a classic fanzine and and classic fanzines would have professional contributions it could it would be the only interviews you'd be able to find with a steve ditko in the fifth in the 60s and stuff like this is a this is classic material right here i feel like you got to have some anthropomorphic (laughs) yes we do Ooh, got that duotone kind of tape is going on
1: i also like as we're flipping through like seeing people's names very clearly and easily yeah. that was something that we used to say all the time on these shows like make it clear who's doing what how to find more of this stuff this is a good uh
0: thing to make note of also man like when in doubt use the astro city font uh for for your comics man that's a good basic font that uh communicates comic book language and it's not that one that a lot of other people like so many other people would use that just i don't know comes with your mac or something (laughs) brian talbot he's a guy we have to get a shoot interview with
1: at some point jimmy we definitely do i mean this is octobriana comics and and that comes up in this uh in this discussion
0: such uh intense artwork man
1: look me talking octobriana yeah, Talbot, first first time I saw that character, so pretty uh, in, in, important in my life. When we put this channel together, like,
0: never in my wildest dreams would I imagine that, like, a community would grow up around the uh, channel that that's sort of been there for three years. What's, what's it going to look like in three more years, Jimmy? Uh, it, with incredible collaborations coming out pretty regularly, man. And I think one of the things that bolstered that in a big way really was covid 2020 yeah uh where people had nothing but time on their hands and it wasn't a bad idea to kind of keep to yourself for about 365 and the amount of comics that came out of that the amount of comics that we received from that man like it it, a lot of that stuff i i covet like i have my my covid box Mm -hmm. of comics man uh from stuff that just came from that that crazy period we all went through
1: yeah and it's cool to see uh other people too not just in this group but um you know like Jeff Darrow's and Cowboy, he says, you know, that was his, uh, his COVID lockdown project Yeah, is this latest volume of and Cowboy that's coming out now. So I think we're seeing more of that. Like now's the time that this stuff is getting, seeing print. I feel like this is pretty interesting artwork too. Yeah, really cool. The variety of styles and genres that you see, like you mentioned that anthropomorphic stuff. We've seen some look like slice of life or auto bio. Very smart again, like have everybody come out. Barry Tan, shout out. Beautiful cartooning on this thing right here. Oh, Barry. He's a really strong cartoonist. Like you see a different style here, right? Like yeah. This feels like it could have been alternative comics in the nineties. Um, and then, you know, the next thing you'll see will be like some superhero comic or something from him it's been fun watching oh this is fun Canada's Grand Design <laughs> genius genius <laughs> that's amazing um, it's interesting whenever like like people are starting to post about this that are getting their copies or that were contributors and in some cases like there are people that are published for the first time in here yeah like that's awesome talk about like an energy coming out Rick Veach interview the patron saint of this kind of like make your own comics do your own thing yeah yeah cut your own path it's going to be amazing uh c-
0: digging into these interviews man he's a yeah. he's a guy we need to get back on the channel and, and go through some comics maybe even some of his new print on demand uh amazon smash stuff whatever that that services that he's using uh because he's pretty prolific using that system
1: definitely I like that image a lot rick lopez
0: yeah doom days is dope got a lot of stuff from him kind of like years. this stuff
1: too this feels so uh, like like punk like DIY kind of comics
0: and the cool thing like it has such clear storytelling mm-hmm. that it's real solid look at that dude getting jacked, getting jacked yeah there's
1: shorthand like... for things like the water and tree textures and stuff Big <laughs> a fan of that that's comics language <laughs> not That's a bad dark. head wound <laughs> not a good head wound <laughs> <laughs> Tony wolf that's really nice cartooning yeah we've been Very connected clean. with him
0: for many years
1: He's promoted our stuff a lot. Dampen and revisiting profit. <laughs> I can't wait to get those copies, man. Yeah. I, uh, I I got him to sign my profits like way, you know, when they first came out. Here at uh, Station Square, there was a, it's a Sheraton Hotel or whatever, but it was like a hotel con. And uh, he was one of several people. Mark Bagley signed some carnage first appearances for uh, my for a local shop you like muled me into pittsburgh to get, yeah, get a bunch right. of them signed. <laughs> I, I, saw, I, saw, I
0: saw your maximum carnage uh co- comics in slabs on your mantelpiece at home don't even don't even lie
1: and we should say you can track down a copy of this through uh cosmic lions uh, productions.com so that'd be the place to look if uh if you want to add this to your shelf and, you know, look for some of our other videos on these uh, these group projects, because we have covered Image Grand Design and we did cover Wizard Number One, which same kind of flavor. It's a, it's a slightly less ambitious version, but same kind of thing. Bernie Moreau is somebody I'd like to look at some of his, like like seeing that jam piece makes me want to look at some of his comics.
0: Yeah, this, is, this was put in here for Chris Pitzer?
1: Yes. Interesting cartoonist, you know, I mean, like that guy's been around for 40 years and, and collaborated with a lot of big names but has also done everything himself as well.
0: Nick Agnetti, man. like Watching this dude grow is a sight to behold. Like His art is just getting sharper and sharper and sharper. I mean, this, this kid could write his own ticket, man. He could be whatever he wants to be in yeah. comics. He, he, could, he could go be a Marvel guy if he wants to. He can uh, have great success. This is an incredible character. This is a million-dollar character right here, Pink Lemonade. Get your hands on Pink Lemonade Comics. You will not be disappointed. And he recently posted on Instagram a kind of comparison image from like two or three years ago to today and the growth exponential. I don't know how young he is, but the growth makes me think that he might be a little young. Because like you know how you have those like oh, incredible strides in just years when you're a kid.
1: Yeah, I've met him in person. I want to say at Heroes Con, although I, you know, don't hold me to to that. William Stout, I about yeah. that for a nice, uh, yeah, a nice like feature.
0: Like I, I, I want to get him uh, for for a shoot and review sooner than later. I mean, this guy spent months in Antarctica painting penguins and stuff. Like this guy has some stories to tell. Hooked up with Mobius, uh hooked up with Kurtzman did a
1: little Annie Fanny stretch yeah not uh, not your typical comic book path yeah for a guy who West know, Coaster. Clearly has those uh, comic book skills and and some direct comic book past but uh, quite a career that grew out of that
0: I see the word Antarctica right there. there you go <laughs> I guess that's him <laughs> Hey, man, it doesn't look too chilly there. No,
1: that's summer Antarctica.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you notice he still rocks his ascot, though. That,
1: that could that could be a
0: kayfabe picture. Yeah, who knows? Look at that thing. <laughs> that's solid, man.
1: Such a cool guy. Yeah, there's your, uh, you know, doing some art for a Mobius character. I can, uh, I always get a little anxious when I think about putting together an anthology sure like I, I feel for Eli man talk about herding cats <laughs> such a variety of content in here he's a nice looking piece too these guys made made their deadlines you know a lot of uh, a lot of these artists it's like first time I'm even seeing a lot mm-hmm. of these artists totally and there's our colorist from the cover Sam J Royal I like that nine panel grid too man I like the lettering yeah it's sick we always talk about lettering that stuff looks great
0: yeah, there's real weight to the character too, man. That feels real solid and with legit gravity, even though he's pushing the proportions and going weird with it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like you say, Ed, as a fanzine. Like, I always pull this out because I have a box of fanzines, and I always classify it that way. But I also think like this is a heavyweight as a as a fanzine. Tom Palmer coming in. <laughs> Doing a Palmer six, dude. That's fun <laughs> as hell, man. It's amazing. Watch, uh, watch
0: Garib Shameless come out and say, you know, we we copyrighted that masthead. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking Jay Stevens.
1: Yeah, some new Jay Stevens stuff out
0: there. Brandon Graham getting the uh, the interview treatment. He sent us he sent us the, through email those up. Uh, Howard Chakin role playing game drawings. Some some like a month or two ago. Really freaking sick. And it's shit that, like, you know, you don't know about. You never
1: heard Howard talk about it. His comments look nice here. Uh, this color palette looks really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. He There is a Brandon Graham color palette of these, like, kind of, like, subtle, like, pastel hues.
1: So interesting to see the variety that he brings into a page.
0: His, his sketchbooks are dope, man. Like, this, this reminds me of, like, his sketchbooks, like, where he'll just, like, he'll have, like, Rubber stamp stuff in there who have like little paste-ups from from weird like, I don't know uh, Fruits magazine or something and it'll just be pasted up uh, Really really active cool sketchbook <laughs> The rock star of comics. We actually need to get that Paul Pope uh, Interview at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's uh <laughs> there's no shortage of material. We need to cover on here Craig CK is one of those dudes that I think is a big influence on putting this together.
0: I believe uh, the 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 Girl Scouts Stone Ghost uh, trade paperbacks going to be in shops soon, man. So get your hands on that yeah. Mafu joint.
1: I see his name pop up a lot.
0: Absolutely, uh, man. He's a he's a great supporter of ours, man. He's, he's got our backs and created this, this iconic, super iconic image, man. It's such a cool, yeah. He recently, I think he's a tattoo artist, man. He, he put Mistress Pentagram on someone's forearm nice. uh, not too long ago.
1: That's hilarious. I like to imagine uh, as a tattoo artist, like he's pushing our art. On yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another clean-looking, good comic. Reminds me of uh, End Times, the the guy, the uh, main character in End Times, has that Fu Manchu. Wow, this is real solid stuff. I just... It it blows my mind. This is another one. If you handed me this in 1999, it would completely erase everything I knew about comics and, like, start over. In terms of language, style, what you can do. It's just... uh, who would have dreamt of this? Yeah. You know, like I've talked to guys like Bill Boychelle and Gary Groth, and it's like, in their best case scenarios, this wasn't the, the future. Yeah, and so many of these names are people that, uh, that we have shown off some of their art in the past. Uh, Although Ingrid. I think this is, do you know Ingrid's stuff? I, 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 don't,
0: I actually did not know that she's a cartoonist, man, but I know her that uh, she's a uh, Pacific Northwest comics
1: retailer, man. I think this comic looks amazing love the lettering on it too yeah she's sick as hell little bits of uh i see a little bit of feral like in her lettering Mm -hmm. feral dalrymple yeah but it looks really cool like what a great transit you know for a page that piece really works for me
0: yeah i love the expressive line you know Mm -hmm. like look at that I i wish i could have that line rusty gilligan
1: yeah, many of these names new to me. I, I got, this was a uh, crowdfunder, funder, the Octobriana with love. And uh, they look nice. Michael Cho cover, one of them. Michael Cho's the guy I thought we, we ought to try to track down one of these days. Yeah. It's always been cool when I run into him at shows. Classmate of Stephen Platt. Yeah, <laughs> the,
0: the Alpha and Omega.
1: <laughs> this is great too. No idea what this is, looks beautiful. Cousins
0: of the ambiguously gay duo, yes. I feel like. <laughs> Like that's a lot of hair on that male upper thigh
1: man i'm so happy when i see color work like this and it's not browns yeah michelle Fife. makes sense i love seeing these like yeah. little commission pieces his commissions like that are always impressive he puts a little bit of color on them and it just makes them so like next level it's true so I guess people looking for uh, commissions keep keep Fife in mind. <laughs> I always see him at shows, you know, like he'll come in and there'll be like cards that are already a little bit colored and then put whatever characters and stuff people want on there. This is this is
0: classic uh <laughs> fanzine. Like, or or image. <laughs> I mean not image, but uh wizard. Yeah, totally right. Bernan Wagner, man Matt Wagner's son. Colorist extraordinaire. He has some really cool uh, process stuff. And the things that he does with people's artwork, like he's, he's,
1: he's come in with an artistic sensibility. Even this, this is just like an ad kind of a, like a fun page. So good. Michael Kemp. I don't know if he's doing comics or what, but man, like for just a random page in here, impressive process stuff. Imagine if you were uh, starting out too, like, wouldn't you be sending pages into this? Fuck yeah, man. What, like, what a like, showcase. Like, I mean, this is super professional artwork right here. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if Eli was the designer on here. I'd tip my hat to whoever put this thing together. Because it is a lot of lifting.
0: Pete Milnick is a guy that supports the channel in such a big way. I like that
1: of a, uh, make more comics. Yeah, that's neat. That guy's giving away that grant, I think, to a couple of different people to, uh, you know, to self-publish. Really, that's fun. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> oh man! What does what does uh,
0: <laughs> Rob Liefeld call them? Echoes. That's yeah. These look like echoes. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Satanic claw <laughs> That's an echo of about a dozen characters. Yeah man.
0: I just like that Shatterstar made the uh, made yeah.
1: the cut.
0: Good lord, man!
1: the The cartooning is just blows my mind. I'd like to Euro Omega Red. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's cutting promos on me with that, right? Yeah, Punk or wow. Mike, cobbled nice. this together.
0: Like he's he's an alchemist, man. And the stuff that he—that's
1: a good word for
0: it—kind it. of kit bashes and and puts together is fantastic. Because he'll t- he'll take a he'll take a regular toy and just push it and and make you know the the joker clown like the joker from the clown gang like push the expression and stuff with like super sculpy exacto
1: blades like whatever like of course like why not get pizza face let's see what's underneath the hat and also like setting up these backgrounds like talk about next level thinking back to like the wizard coverage where people were like making their custom figures and they're and just sitting on their bathroom yeah. sink or something like that like these are amazing those turtles are man that's sweet
0: and and it's Oh, dude! You know it's so funny. I, I've been rewatching because you know I need I need a, uh, a unicorn chaser with Red Room Comics. You know, so I have to just like watch <laughs> some nice nice things. And I've been uh, rewatching. Uh, I just Ninja Turtles is playing in the background, man. So these are the Crooked Ninja Turtle Gangs from from episode one of season two. And uh, the cool thing about this is Punker Mike is sharp as fuck himself, right? So I pay attention to the stuff that motivates him, the stuff that he right. finds interesting man so like i i look look at him with like great respect when he's pointing out you know like this might be the greatest rat king ever done or something
1: that is really awesome yeah i didn't even realize this wasn't all his work like these are other other uh, toy makers right yeah that's cool
0: and it starts off with a place and then, and then what's real cool is it's like here are the bits that go into right. like making these characters that's
1: amazing, man. Hats off to Punker Mike.
0: And many apologies because I'm sure we're using bad nomenclature, and you know, like this is like a culture, and they're like, they're
1: not characters. They're blah blah blah.
0: You know, there's like a name for it. I'm sure. Yeah. Respect the craft, big big time. Real solid cartooning here. It's a it's a vaguely uh, European line with the the heavy brush. See
1: some Walt Kelly. Uh, looks like some Walt Kelly influence in there to
0: oh, me. I was thinking, even like that Peyo or whatever that guy's name oh, yeah. the Smurfs mm-hmm. fella.
1: I always think, like, you know, you see these, oh, Maui comics. Shouts to
0: Aika Seki, man, one of the sweetest uh, comics retailers.
1: And by the way, Kiko, R. Kikuo Johnson art there, so. Yeah. Really cool. But I always call out these, uh, the influences I see. And man, we live at a point now where it's like, you can get there without ever seeing, without ever actually encountering that influence. I always think uh, that, that's a weird thing whenever you see people's art and be like, oh, yes, yeah, some, some pay or Walt, Walt Kelly. And it's like, who? What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. James Windsor Smith. Oh, yeah, he's been around for for uh, following the channel for a while. <laughs> little
0: Cordo Maltese joint, little American manga. A little uh, Doug Rice, maybe?
1: A lot of fun. That's badass. <laughs> that's amazing. Man, this stuff's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. Such an unlikely style. 200 pages of this, please. Yeah, where's the, when's the graphic novel coming out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever played Crash Bandicoot? I feel like that's that little mask. Boogadabop! <laughs>
1: This is great. So, on my flip through, this was something that really caught my eye. And it's uh, Kirby redrawing like a creature in this Ditko story. Black Magic was something Dylan Williams put together. Like, uh, he would photocopy these old comics that were too expensive, but he worked at a comic shop. And then he would disperse those. And uh, Black Magic is one that he hooked me up with. Okay, this so is cool. Kirby's drawing this. Yeah.
0: That's fun. Imagine in the both on the page.
1: Yeah, it's so neat to think of like a mashup of those two. You know, maybe doing like that, that close-up of that character. And it's kind of cool. The idea of having like a different guy draw the monster is a way to really make a monster stand out in a comic strip. Yeah. That's a great panel. That's, a, that's really strong. I wonder how this even gets on someone's radar. It's classic, man. It's pretty dope. They and that and
0: felt,
1: comics. felt comic several years ago it's all ma food or at least the art's ma food
0: Dennis Cohen on the liquid swords I've
1: heard of it yeah cartoonist Fabe's own Dennis Cohen's another guy I'd talk to on here yeah absolutely always like his art He used to do the uh, that Deathlock series when it was like an ongoing. Yeah. And the covers were always great. Is Troy uh, Jeffrey Allen? Does he work with Diamond mm-hmm. Previews? Yeah. 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 Shouts to him, man. Yeah, he was doing a video show for a while uh, through Diamond, you know, like promo and stuff. Yeah. Went on there. He's always, always been supportive. <laughs> the price guide. <laughs>
0: oh, is this is this is like a kayfabe effect price guide? Wow,
1: it's a it's 91 versus twenty twenty one. That's hilarious. That's fun.
0: (laughs) But here's here's the thing. Okay, see, this is this is more like it then. Sixteen dollars now, four dollars. Yeah, that's more like it.
1: Yeah, a lot of these have gone down in price. (laughs) This is a good that's a great idea. Whoever came up with this. Mark Darden, well done. Whoa, that's fun. Man, I love this for a checklist.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, and this is like the odds and ends. Yeah. You know, this is the stuff that's a little bit out there, like a Dame Darcy meat cake issue. Who Who knew? Who knew?
1: That's another one. Like, who is keeping this stuff? Tracking that down seems impossible.
0: Got that hate 30, man, with the Kool-Aid man story that he wrote for, uh... We'll
1: have to look at that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you do this on notebook paper, and you've got me I'm on board. This is your, uh, I think this is your your uh, price list of the contributors,
0: the, the, the K fabers. That's fun, man.
1: Yeah, that is really neat. I Good went for that, man. This is this is another smart move.
0: I went down this rabbit hole this past week. I think it's a comic book database. You can you can uh, type in the name of a comic, and then there's a tab to hit the name of the publisher. And when you hit the name of the publisher. It has the most valuable comics of said publisher, and then like the, like for the database with people who 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 added the comics like to their little profile, like the most popular comic with the people on that platform, and then like the most sought after comic. So I was go like, what is the most valuable, uh, you know, Kamiko comic shit like that? You know, it's fun.
1: It's got to be pro- the primer. Primer two, yeah. yeah.
0: Ooh, Wizard Week One, $340, 14 bucks.
1: Nice. <laughs> I think I have that. <laughs> I'm holding on to it till it gets to five hundred. Yeah.
0: John K. Snyder.
1: This this is your back profile from Wizards. It I is. Love the, man. Like it's, it. This is brilliant fanzine. It really is. Like I don't know if you love comics, how you could get hold of this and not come away with some some favorite features in here.
0: Next panel press. Damn, a whole fucking pantheon of a bibliography, if you will. Yo, that shirt is going to fly.
1: $19.63. <laughs> 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 man, well done, everybody.
0: Wow. And this is a great way to, to, to send things off. Man, this is, this is uh, Punker Mike's work uh, right here, man. Like a lot of this stuff.
1: Yeah, very, very cool.
0: Oh, you know, you know what, what's making me nervous? They really do have our, they really do have our address here. (laughs) So there you go. Uh,
1: Great, great, great issue,
0: guys. (laughs) Yeah, don't send these in, man, with, because we don't have extra of this. (laughs) We don't have this stuff.
1: Yeah, man, that's a, uh, that's definitely a rib. (laughs) We don't like that one, Eli.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so cool, man, they're like, the
1: game actually works. Like, yeah, I showed this to my to my wife, and that was the thing she pulled out. Is like uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe Brothers. It's, like, <laughs> it's real. It's it's real, and it's wonderful.
0: <laughs> Excellent work, fellas. Wizard Magazine number two. Whenever the first one was constructed, I really was hoping for a second. And guess what? I'm a greedy fuck. Let's 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 put it on th- Let's put on them what gets put on us when we go to conventions after making a 200 something <laughs> page book. What's coming next, fellas? When is issue three coming out? And also, it has been three years, Jimmy, and there still isn't anybody that has the cartoonist Cafe logo tattooed on their foreheads. We
1: got to wrap this one up. <laughs> you good to go? I am. One one last thing. Uh, CosmicLionProductions.com is, is where to track this stuff down at home. It's a hell of a fanzine, man. Whether you're into comics, fanzines, DIY, whatever it is there's something for you in in wizard the comics magazine number two so track that thing down well done everybody involved
0: this will absolutely be kayfabe affected because there are a very finite amount of copies that is true copies available and i think the contributors uh i mean there has to be a couple dozen people who contributed to this thing who are getting copies man so uh, you got to scoop it up sooner than later if you even have designs on trying to get your hands on the thing man uh but and it's the only place you're going to see you know a lot of this material so uh without further ado let's get back out of here man let the people order their, their magazines man uh favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit that bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available what's out there jim
1: hulk grand design monster and hulk grand design madness a retelling of the 60-year history of the incredible hulk in two oversized issues written drawn colored lettered by me uh, so it's my version of the Incredible Hulk, but paying homage to the great artists that have come before me. And you can join me on Patreon.com slash Jim Rugg to see a lot more of my comics art.
0: Red Room Trigger Warnings Issue 1, 2, and 3 are in the stores right now. Murder on the Dark Web for fun and profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Banned in 28 countries. Banned in 10 comic shops. Every issue is completely self-contained. So if you see an issue of Red Room, you haven't tried it out yet, scoop it up, give it a read if you like it. Grab another issue. You're going to get a full meal every, uh, every go-round. Uh, if you uh, hit up my link tree in the description below this video, you can order and pre-order the comics if your shop doesn't have them readily uh, available. And my Patreon is there also. For 3 bucks, you could uh, pay for the archive to read all the comics. So about uh, more than 200 pages worth of stuff up there. And I put new
1: strips up every uh, Tuesday. Jimmy, what else do we have out there? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video.
0: That's another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Give them those orders, dude. We'll be on our way.
1: Make more comics.